Welcome to the Inspired by Adventure podcast, bringing you the adventure across the airwaves. All right, good morning. Today is Tuesday, March 7th, and we are here for another episode of Cup of Joe with the CEO. How are you doing today? Great. How are you this morning, Cole? You got your coffee? I'm ready. All right, good. So, Wayne, I am very jealous you're just getting back from a Philippines aggressor trip. Tell us about it. So, we uh, uh, have been running with the Philippines aggressor um, right at a year now. Uh, they've done all the itineraries that um, uh, they've gone through because they do several in the year. Um, I did the 10-day Visayas, mm-hmm. uh, which was just an amazing trip. I mean, every day, every dive, there's so much stuff down there. I mean, I, I did video the entire time, and I, I was extremely busy underwater running from one thing to the next that uh, all the, the dive masters were showing us. I mean, it was just crazy, crazy uh, week. Um one of the highlights of the science itinerary are the um, thresher sharks. Yeah, which was high on your list to see, huh? Yeah, I'd never seen one before. Okay. Uh, so we go to a new uh, dive site now called Monad Shoals. Okay. Where uh, we do two dives in the morning on one day. We go back and do two in the morning on the next day. And it's nonstop thresher shark action. I mean, the whole time. You're not you're not sitting there waiting and waiting, waiting, nothing happening. They're around the entire time. Wow. Every dive. So it was just incredible. and. How many did you think you saw the whole week? I don't know. I mean, we'd have at least two or three or four that um, would stay in the area we were at because it's a big cleaning station. Mm-hmm. So once you find where um, those particular threshers are cleaning, um, you hang out there. And there, there was uh, obviously multiple other vessels um, around, but the shoal is very large. And there's there were plenty of thresher sharks to go around for everybody to have different cleaning stations. What's the thresher's temperament like and 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 what depth also are you seeing them at? Uh the, the shoal is shallow. It's you know 60 feet or so, okay. 40 up on the top. Um uh, they're they're a little timid at first, but mm-hmm. if everybody gets in position and just kind of hangs out, they get really very close. I mean, they'll get within five or six feet. Um, they're just they're just swimming around, hanging out. I'm getting their 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 um uh, all the cleaning from the fish, and um so as long as you're just hanging there, you know they're they're um they they're not bothered by you. You don't bother them, and you can get all the the photos and video um that you want. Okay, and uh, how was the food? I know Tom Gebhardt was bragging on how good the food was, and he was coming back from his Philippines. Trip. Yeah, well, this trip was a little unique in that um, our um, the uh, Aggressor Adventures executive chef Edward Mendoza was on board. Awesome, and so it was his uh, time uh, to to um, evaluate the 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 uh, cuisine and maybe help elevate it, which he he did. So he worked with the chef there to um, uh, work with more um, uh, uh, the local. Uh, products that can be um uh, curated there mm-hmm. and um you know as the week went on or the 10 days went on you could see the, the you know the cuisine getting even better from when it was i mean it was fine before but now um it, you know it, it he raised it raised the bar quite a bit not only on the on the quality of the food but but the presentation started you know um increasing uh, improving and um chef was you know very happy to have him on board for those 10 days okay great and uh what other highlights as far as uh animals underwater creatures that you you know everything was there so um you had i mean on the night dives you know we had the pygmy cuttlefish we had um bobtail squid we had um flamboyant cuttlefish on a dive those looked really cool um kind of interesting story so it was a day dive Mm -hmm. and um i was with a a different um, group we have four groups that dive there um, off of the vessel 
And um, so I had told all the dive masters at the beginning of the week that, you know, um, I'd love to see a, another flamboyant cuttlefish because they're rare and I've, uh, you know, you see them rarely. Right. And so uh, when they found one, one of the dive masters from another group, one of our other groups came over and got me, you know, and said, hey, let's, let's, let's go this way. And I'm like, okay. So I take off with him knowing something's got to be great. Mm-hmm. So I get over there and sure enough, it was a flamboyant cuttlefish. So I'm filming and filming for two, two minutes, three minutes. And uh, then I see my group, you know, come over. And so everybody starts um, taking pictures and filming and, and uh, we get to the surface and we get in the, in the, in the, in the uh, tender. And my dive master said, I didn't see him come get you. So I'm looking around and, and I, I look for at least a minute thinking I've lost the boss. I've lost the boss. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> You'll be in trouble now. Um, so tell us a little bit about the, C- the, the, the diving with the CEO week. So, uh, how many are you doing a year now? I try to do three a year. Okay. Uh, it just depends on how busy we are with, with, uh, new destinations. Uh, and you know, during the week, um, this week, but, or this charter, um, I try to do something unique for everybody, okay. um, rather than bring, um, a bunch of gifts for everybody, which, which I'd like to do and they like to get, but they have to, you know, haul them back home depending yeah. on how big it is. Um, this time, um, I decided to do a uh, seahorse diver uh, training course. So it's five uh, presentations. So each evening um, uh, after dinner, I would do a presentation. It's 15, 20 minutes, not long. Okay. And it's all about seahorse identification. So there's no dives that have to be um, uh, conducted to, to complete the course. Okay. Um, and uh, so not only on the identification, do you look at you know the crown and, and spikes and then whether they're thorny or not? Um, you also look at um, uh, the measurement of them from the head down to the to, to the beginning of the tail. And so I passed out little six inch rulers to everybody that I brought hmm. um, so they could take down with them. So during the week, I saw them holding the little rulers. We saw the seahorses and taking pictures. And, okay. and then you upload it all to, to iNaturalist, which is a, the worldwide database for um, um, uh um, tracking seahorses. Okay. Um, and so you, you want to be able to identify as much as possible. So it was kind of interesting seeing them come back from the dive and they would flip through the, the, the identification guides I brought and, and be able to exactly identify which seahorse it was. Okay. So then they can uh, then um, upload it. So at the end of the trip, um, you know, everybody um, got certified as a Patty seahorse diver. Okay. Very cool. And so uh, what, where are you going next with the CEO trips? Um, the next one's going to be to our new um, aggressive floating resort in, okay, great. in Egypt. Great. That's actually on our list. And we, if you want to, we can go ahead and transition to that. So uh, it is a brand new um, brand for us. Uh, why don't you tell the uh, the folks, just in case they haven't heard, because it is sure. brand new. So this the, the idea is to um, uh, transition divers to liveaboard divers. So we'll start with this aggressive floating resort where people can come down for the week and either they don't have to be divers. They don't even want to be divers. It's fine. We have, we have um, every evening, we're going to have a list of things you can do tomorrow. You mm-hmm. want to go snorkeling, you want to go beachcombing, you want to go shopping in the local bazaar. Um, we're um, in the Hilton Marina there in Hergata. So if you want to just hang out at the marina, we have um, part of it is access to the, to the Hilton. Mm-hmm. You can hang out at the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go parasailing, you can go banana boat riding. I mean, there's everything you, know, you can do and you can go scuba diving. So every day, um, if you say, Hey, tomorrow, I'd like to do the, the four scuba dives that are offered. Then, you know, we take you out scuba diving. Um, so, or, or do your training. Yeah, it's very interesting that um, it's still a seven night trip like at the liveaboards. But yeah, you're coming back to the dock every night and Tuesday and Friday, the boat does not leave the dock. So it's you do have the days that you can 
find the stuff that you want to do around the land based. But even if you are one of these people that are hardcore wanting to dive as much as possible, you can pay extra, a uh, little small extra and go. I think it's like $34 right now for two dives. Yeah. Two just so, the, so the week right now uh, is starting at just $3.99 because that's, you know, it doesn't, that's, it's, it's a, uh, if you just want to hang out on the boat all week, um, you know, that's all you, you're going to pay. Mm -hmm. um, but if you want to, you want to dive some, you want to learn how to dive, um, you know, then, you know, you look at the, the um, cost of that for every day and, and decide what you want to do. Three ninety nine for a week is crazy. I had people at the trade shows asking if that was the nightly price. I was like, no, it's the weekly That's price. Right. They think they're, That's right. They think you something's know, up. <laughs> in, in all of our destinations around the world, we try not to um, um, add on any more than necessary for the, for depending on the local economy. Mm -hmm. So because things are very inexpensive in Egypt, right. then, you know, we pass those savings along to our customers. Mm -hmm. And that is a uh, initial, uh, um, special intro price, an intro right. price yeah so it will go up eventually just so everyone is understanding on that okay well we're really excited about that and that is in Hergada, egypt that's right so that's the first one we'll um it, it starts uh in a week mm -hmm. uh, from now or two weeks from now and um we'll, we'll you know hopefully in a year um have uh, uh you know the understanding from because it's a new concept let everybody kind of understand and digest what it's all about yeah and then start adding more to that brand it's really been popular at the trade shows again with uh couples that have one diver and one non-diver so you know she or he can have their time at the resort while their spouse is uh getting the diving in that they you know seek so that's right and maybe we can encourage them we can also certify them on the boat and maybe they can um they can become a diver they and can do a, a, a try um try dive um course during the week perfect perfect all right well let's stick with the live aboards uh, as we talked about philippines um real, real quick when do you, when are you doing the floating resort with the ceo that's, that's at next day? spring next spring okay uh we'll stick with the live aboards uh cayman aggressor four we have, we finally have it back and it's been running for a month now for charters in a row done. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So uh, took the Cayman four to the shipyard um, uh, just before the pandemic started um, uh, to completely gut it, remodel it and um, bring it up to, to, you know, more modern standards. You know, we always have to keep, keep, um, uh, uh, redoing all the vessels just like you redo your house you know and remodel parts of your house we have to keep remodeling the vessels and sure and uh, so we took this to dry dock um right before the pandemic we were um uh, scheduling a year to have it gutted and and, and um uh, remodeled and back in service mm -hmm. uh well obviously you know with everything happening through the pandemic it took you know two years because of supply chain and dry dock shutting down because of COVID. i mean it was just you know just typical issues that everybody was having around the world which is fine yeah um so we we finished it um early this year and uh, got it back to cayman and uh, got all the, the the local paperwork and processes and permits and things that you know have to you have to go through for a for a marine mm -hmm. vessel and um so it's out running and doing great and, and we're so happy to be back in cayman okay well that's great to hear about cayman um and uh, we also have some news coming from Raja Ampat, the Raja Ampat aggressor. The original one we've had there is coming back. Yep. So uh, when COVID hit, um, uh, you know, the vessel, I, obviously everybody shut down. Mm -hmm. And um, that vessel, when COVID, when COVID was over and Indonesia finally went back up, was not available. It had been sold. And um, so we temporarily put in a, a you know, a local Panisi style uh, vessel. Mm -hmm. And um, the owner of the the original Roger Ampot aggressor finished all the remodels he was doing he rebuilt the engines and generators and, and complete I mean it's just you know uh, nicer than it was probably when when we had it the first time oh great and um so um 
we were able to to um, finally get it back into service, and so it's running. It's on its uh, second charter, I think, right now. Okay. Uh, and actually, the owners on board this week to make sure everything is uh, squared away and and up to aggressive standards. And um, we're happy to have it back. Okay. Yeah, it's a, definitely a popular destination. Uh, great uh, coral and all type of things there. Um, let's see. Uh, we need to talk about Cuba. So we're back in Cuba now, finally. Since yeah, so, so the Cuba is unique in that it 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 all um, uh, revolves around the U.S. regulations and policies and procedures down there. So the way Cuba works is uh, there's still no tourism allowed down there, but um, there's twelve different uh, sections that you can send people to Cuba for as a as a nonprofit. So. Oceans for Youth Foundation is the designated nonprofit that has the, the license to go to Cuba through right. um, OFAC, the Office of Foreign Asset Control, who controls all the sanctions around the world, including mm -hmm. Cuba. So in order to go there, you you have to ha be a nonprofit in business for over 10 years so that you can't just start up tomorrow and decide you know, okay. to do it. Yeah. And you have to qualify um, with a license on, from OFAC under one of these, these uh, options. And so... We were. It, it worked out for us. We were able to go back to the original license we had and operated under um, before um, President Trump had, had shut everything down for Cuba. Mm -hmm. And so now that um, President Biden has opened it back up, we were able to go back in there and restart um, what we uh, the programs we were running before. So Aggressor runs the uh, the reservation for Oceans for Youth. So that's that's how the the tie-in goes. Oceans mm -hmm. for Youth is the, the 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 general license holder. Okay. They they license us. Uh, to do their their or hire us to do their reservations, mm -hmm. um, and then we in turn license to them the aggressive standards to operate under down while they're down there in Cuba. And the only difference, the way that we're running it now, than the ways we ran it before uh, COVID hit, was that there's no 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 visit in Havana at this time. That's right, and that's just part of their rules, right? To my understanding, it's just they they don't want anybody to do any. That's right. So, right so now. before we had some some cultural exchanges in Cuba with in Havana, uh, with uh, the University of Havana right. and 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 some of the local um, museums and businesses. And so, uh, right now, that's not allowed. So, okay. um, you can't go in early and just hang out in Havana for a few days. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, if that ever comes back where we can have those cultural exchanges again, then we're you know definitely at it. Yeah, and tell tell the uh, the, the the viewers now about the two different uh, little boards we have down there. So uh, the uh, Yardinas de Laurentis is the Garden of the Queens, which is you know one of probably the the, the best kept secret in in the Caribbean mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. for corals and, and reef life. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a marine park for almost close to thirty years now. Okay. Um, uh, Fidel was a huge scuba diver, and so his uh, his his goal was always to help save um, that area as a, as a national park. Okay. Um, and it's made a huge difference uh, in the marine life down there. So uh, I've never seen as many Caribbean reef sharks on a dive as you get there in in Garden of the Queens. Really? I mean, they're just all over. Uh, you have Goliath grouper on the dives. I mean, it's really really um, an amazing uh, a feat for Cuba. Mm -hmm. And then you go over to our second area um, for Zapata uh, mm -hmm. or Bay of Pigs area, mm -hmm. uh, and you have the largest um, uh, uh, coral, uh, uh, elkhorn coral reefs I've seen anywhere in the Caribbean. Really, I mean, as far as you can see, you have elkhorn coral, mm -hmm. um, and you don't you don't get that anywhere else that I've seen in the Caribbean that big. I mean, it's just acres of it. 
Um, and then, of course, you have all the, the you have walls, walls. there, which is uh, unique because you don't really have walls in uh, Garden of the Queens and, and all the reef life that goes along with it. OK, very cool. Um, well, uh, one last thing we have to talk about today is uh, the Aggressor Safari Lodges is ramping back up and they have been very proactive in doing um, uh, additions and renovations to the property. Can you tell a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, our, our owners there in uh, the Aggressor Safari Lodge, Sri Lanka, um, really have worked hard the last few months um, knowing that a reopening was coming mm -hmm. and have redone the whole entire pool deck. Mm -hmm. um, they did a lot of the walkways. They remodeled some of the, the, the tennis chalets, um, okay. the restaurant, the um, outdoor coffee station. I mean, they've really front gate too. Yeah. The front, the front gates and fences, they, they read completely redid all those. I mean, mm -hmm. they've, they've really um, put a lot of effort into getting it ready for, um, uh, for our customers. The other good thing about um, uh, uh, their their projects there is one of the unique critters you want to see in Sri Lanka besides uh, um, the leopards is uh, the loris. Yeah. And we were having to go south down to Monkey Kingdom area to see those. Mm -hmm. And they started seeing them more frequently um, at um, at the Safari Lodge because they come out in the evening and at night. Okay. And now they're there every night. So, um, we, you know, it's, it's, a, our customers are be able to see those and stay at the Safari Lodge rather than have to travel and spend the night somewhere else to, to be able to see those. That's awesome. So yeah, you don't even have to leave, you don't have to leave the property. There's so much stuff to see there at the property. They had an alligator or a crocodile, uh, floating down the river. There, there's a Creek that the, uh, the yeah, there's lodge a big, right there's a big to. river that runs right on the border of the lodge. And, um, you, you occasionally have the crocodiles coming through. There. Oh man. So much to see, even when you're at the lodge and then you're going to get out and do the Jeep safaris and see all kinds of stuff right very exciting stuff there okay well anything else so we got no we have a lot of new destinations um coming up um that we'll talk about later that um we got a few more we'll announce later this year that are almost ready to go okay um everything from scuba diving to safari lodges so um, that's gonna be exciting here yeah it's very exciting okay well thanks for watching guys and we'll see you next time on cup of joe with ceo thanks Paul. take care thank you podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you haven't already, please subscribe through iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time.